Washed up, boy. To the Washed Up Ladies and Gents, welcome back to the ninth episode of the Washed Up Boys. I'm KG. Yo, 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 it's your boy C. Rose. Hey, G, man, what's what's going on this week, man? Hey, bro, uh, the week was cool, man. Um, my wife and daughter, they're in uh, Galveston right now. Uh, they're visiting her cousin who had her white coat ceremony. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so that kind of represents the start of her medical school journey. So the the house has been quiet and boring, man. It's the it's the first time that I've been away from my wife since February of 2020. I think that was my last work trip. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's the first time I've ever been away from my daughter. So it's, it's kind of weird, man. I know it's an adjustment. I know it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you though, man? What y'all got going on? Man, uh, it's been a cool week. Um, you know, the kids actually still at grandma's, man. Another episode. Oh, wow, bro. <laughs> Y'all done hit the jackpot. Yeah, man. Yeah, they they would, uh, the other grandma, you know, my mom. Oh, okay. So, weak. Yeah. Um, so, it's been a pretty quiet house, too, man. Just uh, enjoying time with, you know, with wifey and making uh-huh. sure she's good. So, it's been good. I mean, we got to go to a seafood spot um, this weekend coming oh, up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a seafood spot in uh, it's called Dundee, Florida, bro. I don't know if you heard of Dundee. Yeah, I'm familiar with Dundee. It's the sticks. Oh, yeah, man. oh, it is, bro. It <laughs> definitely is. It's uh, I forgot the name of the uh restaurant, but it's like a seafood boil right. kind of thing. So it should be good, man. I'm looking forward to it. Just y'all two, or y'all going with the in-laws? Or yeah, we're gonna go with her parents. So uh, okay. probably meet them up there. And- it's always a good time when, you know, we would either one, either my mom um, or, you know, her side of the family, either one, you know, it's always something crazy. So. Yeah, no doubt. The kids should be getting, going back to school soon, right? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, August 10th, I believe. August 10th, okay. August 11th is one of those days. So they got about a week and a half left. Yeah, but, you know, the preparation starts now, so mm-hmm. you know how that goes, but uh, they excited. You know, my little man going to kindergarten. So. Oh, okay. typical subdivision yard mm-hmm. um i started early you know to beat this texas heat man yeah yeah but, but this sun in 2021 is different i swear bro. this this sun is on peds bro bro, bro <laughs> tell me it's not the same heat from 10 years ago no, it's can't not. be it can't be dog this yeah. sun beat my ass dog you hear me yeah <laughs> But, you know, I ain't no quitter, so, hey, once I start, I got to finish the job, dog. Now, how got to finish the drill, to coach. Do it, though? Like... Um, so, I uh, probably got out there starting about 7.30. Uh, in the morning? 
seven thirty in the morning. And uh, I ain't get back in the door after everything cleaned up to about three thirty, bro. Oh, so you put a whole shift in? I, I did, man. I made sure to take my water breaks, and you know, I don't, I can't eat when I'm doing the stuff because that just kind of end up sitting me down. But yeah, um, but after I took a shower, <clears throat> I kind of, I said, you know, I'm just lay down for two minutes. Yeah, and, you know, just get right back up, you know. Bro, I just woke up an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't ate dinner or nothing, dog. Hey, hey, so you felt it like it wasn't even like, no, hey, I'm going to feel it after the fact. It's nah, like man. Knock me out, bro. I mean, so I was thinking, man, like, yo, shout out to all the landscapers, construction workers, anybody yeah. that work outside, bro, because, bruh. I'm so shook, man. I ain't opening the blinds tomorrow, dog. I want no parts outside, dog. (laughs) That's it for you? I'm good, dog. I ain't going to the mailbox or nothing. Hey, I can see you right now in the living room. Got two ice bags on your knees, wrapped up in ace bandages. Looking like Patrick Ewing out here, bro. For real. Hey, so, wait, let me ask you this, though. Yeah. I, I know you got the job done, but did it look good after you was done? So, you know, I like to look tomorrow, you know, fully dry or whatever. Okay. But I, I feel good about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I was taking my time, you know, because you know, I'm a little bit perfectionist with stuff like that. I know how you are. That's why I asked. Because I was like, yeah. I know it got to be tip top here. So, yeah. I mean, that last square of fence, you know, I was probably might have rushed through that. I might have go back and touch that up. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that, though. I might have to wait to. Oh, October, November for that, man. <laughs> That's why I called the watch up boys, For real, bro. So, I, you know, I, I, I was thinking about this, man, when I woke up. What is something that has happened to you that kind of made you realize you're, you might be aging a little bit? Bro, all right. Don't laugh, dog. I, I can't promise you. <laughs> so, you know, you get to that point, you know, like we said, being the watched up boy, well, you know, you start gaining a little weight and yeah. you know it ain't like crazy weight but it's that that little weight that you like all right i think i need to do something about this you know like <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh excuse me you got me coughing about this already <laughs> so i get out you know i get on the scale and you know we, we got a scale at work so i typically make my breakfast hit the scale before i eat mm-hmm. so i know you know where i'm at every day or every other day Bro, so I got to about 217, 220 something. I'm like, I'm yeah. like I don't even feel right. Like, yeah. I don't feel sluggish. Like, yeah. Carrying extra right. weight you ain't used to. Bro, so I said, all right, cool. Like, you know, I'm going to get back in my bag. Like, when I was back in my playing days, but, you know, you saw a little weight on, you just go outside and work out. Uh, that just nice. weight don't fall off like it used to, huh? Bro. <laughs> so I got out here, you know, thinking I'm still capable of everything I was used to doing oh. when I was, bro. I'm doing, and this is just regular jump rope. Like this ain't no, I ain't trying to be rocky. I ain't <laughs> trying to be, you know, bro. I'm just regular jump, elementary jump rope. Yeah, bro. When I say after the third or fourth jump, I mean I got to the point where I'm like. I don't even think I want to do this no more. Like mm, knees and ankles and joints barking. So let me fast forward. So fast forward, I said, man, you know, I'm gonna I'm push through this. I'm a soldier, dog. Like nah. I don't quit. You know, you know how we are, especially in that football mentality. Yeah, bro. How about and it's hard for me to sleep. Like it's mm. hard for me to sleep. Like I think I got insomnia, bro. 
<laughs> like, I think I sleep two or three hours a day. Yeah, you've been like that for a while, bro. Bro, I caught myself standing up, sleep in the shower. No lie. Oh lord, dangerous. I'm like, I ain't, this ain't never happened. I mean, I'm at the point where I'm not in. I get to the point where I get out the shower. You know, you try to get you something to eat. You ever caught that Charlie horse under your hamstring, dog? Oh, where man, you can't bro. eat, and then it go to your toes. The where now you at the point where you can't even. Yeah, yeah bro. That's what I realized. Is. I said, man, I'm I'm, I'm not the 21 year old Chappelle that can get out here and, and and work out and lose this weight in two or three days. So yeah, them days long gone, my dude. Bro, after I caught that Charlie horse, bro, I said, yeah, that was it for me. I'm, yeah, I'm slowing this all the way down. That's it, bro. <laughs> Mm. Well, man, you know, um, I haven't, like I said, I haven't a little wash experience, but something else for me, man, the hair thinning, dog. Bruh, dog, I ain't gonna even go there with mine, bro. That's why I get a fade now. Bruh, and when I was younger, I always said that, man, I would never care about, you know, trying to save it. Like, if it's, if it's going, I'm cutting it off all, right. you know. Right. But, man, the day arriving, bro, and I ain't ready. <laughs> Hey, I almost hey. thought about copping the Beijing, bro. Oh, not <laughs> the B word. About to throw some candy paint in this thing, bro. <laughs> hey, bro, you outside? It's just going down your eyes, especially with that sweat, bro. This, this uh, heat. Hey, hey, like I said, no offense to anybody who who, who use Beijing. You know that's it. Just, ain't for everybody. It, it, exactly. I ain't one. Yeah. And I, I'm that guy. I raise my hand. I can't do it. But uh, so you know, I'm just going with the the super super low ski. Um, I'm calling, I, I call it the shadow look. You know. I mean, you already know, but hey, let me yeah. ask you this though, because I'm standing like at the top corners, dog. Like I'm on the corner tip. Like, see, I think you can kind of save that a little bit. Uh, yeah, but, but but like they say, but for how long? Yeah, yeah. But I think there's cuts. You know, the fade can help that. But yeah, I'm like right in the middle, bro. Like I'm getting the sunroof. You know uh, what I mean? You on the noggin? I'm on the noggin, cause you ain't you can't do nothing about that, dog. <laughs> Hey, but you know what though? Hey, when it's time, it's time, big dog. It's time, like, dog. It's time. Hey, but you know what? I'm gonna start updating the uh the listeners, man, to kind of see when you're gonna get to that point where you're gonna just where you gonna shave it off. Bro, go super clean with it. Hey, I ready, dog. Hey, just make sure it's shined up, dog. That's all that's all they ask. I ain't, you know, I ain't really got no experience with the razor, so I already know I'll be cutting the hell out of my head. <laughs> but anyway, man. Another hilarious. wild question for you, bro. I kind of saw this on Twitter and it got me thinking. What's a weird smell that you like that most people probably don't? Bro, y'all gonna think, uh, and this has been since I was a kid. Like, this this is not even now. Like, and don't y'all gonna think I'm weird, dog. The smell when you pumping gas... I don't know why I like that smell, dog, but it is the dog. I've always liked the smell of gasoline. I don't know. Why. You know, that's like that's a common one, though. You're not alone on that one, actually. Really? Yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot of people actually mess with gasoline. I actually don't mind it. It's not something I would like go out of my way for, but it don't bother me. It's that, and I got one more too, just to mm-hmm. kind of give it on the flip side. Mm-hmm. A fresh seafood market, like oh, dog, that was mine, bro. Uh, the send me to the seafood section in the grocery store. I have no issues. I love it there. 
Dog, I'm with I, you, dog. I will sit there and just sit there. <laughs> so, oh, that was my swear, bro. Bro, wifey, she always be trying to like rush me past, and yeah. I just be like, you know, them little kids be at the store, they just be sitting there looking around, dragging their feet. Not yeah, bro. That. Yeah, that's me, bro. I'm with you, bro. I'm basking in the ambience, dog. <laughs> bro, I love it, and I think because you know, because I can eat seafood every day. I ain't gonna lie, mm-hmm. I could eat it seven days a week. If I could, yeah, but I took yours though for real. No, you did, Rob. I'm with give me the seafood section or kind of like that fishy smell off the uh, the beach and piers. I'm with that dog. Oh, I also I had the whole kind of that rubber smell. I don't know if I hate that. Shit. Oh, you man. Got me cussing, <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's so weird because we actually have these like rubber mats in our gym, uh-huh. and like. You can smell it, you know what I mean? Especially um, after you, we, you know, using it. But I go in there, though, I'm like, I'm like pretty good. You like that, though? <laughs> I like really? it. I like it. It's so strong, though. Like, sometimes it, like, comes into, like, the other main parts of the house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the kitchen and stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm good with it, dog. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we can agree to disagree on that one. All right. <laughs> well, hey, man, let's uh, jump into these news headlines, brother. Uh, what we got this week? So Dubai is creating its own rain. They're using laser beam shooting drones to shock rainwater out of clouds. Dubai is a notoriously dry city as it only averages four inches of rainfall per year. Um, but between the lack of rain and insanely high temperatures, Farming is basically out of the question. So the, the UAE as a country has to import over 80% of its food. So with stuff like this, man, I won't lie. I get kind of nervous when man begins to mess with Mother Nature. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if we really know what, like, the second and third order effects, you know, of us doing something like this. And um, this also makes me put on my conspiracy hat. <clears throat> And it makes me wonder if these natural, because we've been a lot of natural disasters, you know, it seems like they're becoming more common lately. Right. Um, are they being controlled or caused by other rival countries? Because if Dubai has technology like this, I'm sure the U.S. and China and other bigger countries have technology like this, but even on a larger scale. I mean, I can, and of course, man, you know, I love, Headline of the week, man. You know, this is one of my favorite segments of the whole show. Mm-hmm. Um, bro, it it, 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 it makes you think because I've always thought, bro, and I maybe I'm weird, but I've always thought when these hurricanes come and how they come back to back to back, mm-hmm. and it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to all my Florida listeners, y'all know, oh, yeah, every year around that summertime, we're gonna leave maybe get one. We got lucky this year. Um, we so still far. got a couple more. So months. far, yeah. yeah. Don't speak too soon. Right. <laughs> but, um, but, like, you know, I always kind of wondered as a kid, like, how does this stuff even come about at the timing that it that it comes? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they always come at night, you know, from what I experienced as a kid. You know, I think it was one during the day, but it was always at the midnight hour. And it was always, like, the same the same the, 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 you see the same stuff when the storms roll in. And I'm not saying that it's not supposed to be like that, but it just make you think like, is this like a, 
is this something that's supposed to be? Because I just thought nature was just wild. So, you know, you never know what you're going to get. You know what I mean? Yeah, in some ways. But I just, I don't know. In my opinion, it's like I've always thought as a kid, they control, especially the bigger storms. I mm-hmm. thought they always can put something in the cloud. Make it. I think, didn't they say something about that years ago where they created a storm or something like that? Yeah, you know, it was like, oh, it's just crazy conspiracy theories. Um, you know, it could be, but you know, you just never know. Yeah, I mean, there's it, no guarantee on it yet. I mean, like I said, they could do something like, you know, make a, a rain cloud start, or make a cloud start dispersing rain. What what could stop them from creating some storm? I don't know. But that's just crazy divide. It's like, just, I guess it's so hot there. I mean, I was just reading some of that stuff, bro. Like, yeah. it's crazy over it's, there. It's wild, bro. I thought Florida was bad. <laughs> Hell no. That's <laughs> super different, dog. But, uh, you know, I, and I get it. I'm just wondering, like, hey, man, do we really know what other effects we causing by doing this? Right. So, um, sometimes, like, we got to just let nature be. But anyway, I, 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 I've been watching, watching too many of them. What's that 2050 movie where the world ends? No. I got to stop watching that. Yeah, movie. bro, don't play. I can't play with myself like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, Um. so after paying $2 million for it, Martin Scarelli was forced to sell his one-of-a-kind Wu-Tang Clan album to pay off debt after he was ordered to forfeit $7.3 million in assets when he was convicted of securities fraud in 2017 and sentenced to seven years in prison. Now, for those that don't remember, this is a guy who was a former CEO of a pharmacy company that purchased the rights of a life-saving AIDS medication and immediately raised the price from $13.50 to $750 per pill. So some people are saying, you know, this is just this guy, just karma coming back to pay a visit for his greed. I mean, when you when you read the story, I mean, can you blame people for thinking that, though? Mm, yeah, it's fair. It's fair. I mean, you know that saying, what was done in the dark come in the light. Like, you know. Always. And what a flex, though. This dude dropped $2 million for an album. Bro. <laughs> uh, are you dropping $2 million for an album? Bro, I'm thinking, especially, all right, it's the middle school. I Me, mean, I wasn't paying twelve ninety nine for an album. I was burning everything. <laughs> hey, what was that? Lime wire back in the day? Uh, Lime wire, Morpheus going in. Uh, uh, OG Bear. was Napster. What? Share Bear? Yeah, yeah. Napster, I remember Napster was OG. Yeah. Hey, that way, yeah, that, that, that's when when you turn on the computer, it actually dialed up. Remember that? Oh yeah, bro. <laughs> Took forever to burn a CD. For real. <laughs> so, man, moving on, bro. Uh, your guy, the baby, has pissed <sighs> off the LGBTQ community in a major I, way. I knew you was gonna bring this up. Yo, at this point, I think your guy might be on his last leg. I mean. He had Boosie and T.I. come to his aid. So you know you're wrong when those two agree with you. <laughs> um, and if you didn't hear his comments from the Rolling Loud performance, um, we'll play the clip now. But, you know, just heads up. Some nasty language, but we did Explosive. our best to bleep it out. But uh, go ahead and take a listen. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two, three weeks, put a cell phone like that up. Lady, if you- Smell like water. Put a cell phone light in the air. 
Fellas, lights up. Fellas, if you ain't speaking in the parking lot, put your cell phone lights up. Let's be hell. real about this. Yeah, keep it real. Some of y'all niggas suspect as a mother. Let's be real. So man, that was a, a wild clip, dog. bro. Like, and that's my guy, man. Like, I, 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 I really hate for 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 that to happen to him. And I guess the, you know, like the. Well, like, it didn't the, happen to him. He I mean, well, that. what he calls, I guess, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, correct. Like, you know, I, I, I am a fan of his music. Y'all probably, you know, heard me say that before, and it's just like. That last leg, man. I mean, you, you. I hate to say it, but you may not be wrong, man. You can't. You can't. You can't say stuff like that, bro. Yeah, it's getting weird, man. I, I guess I just. It just seemed hell unnecessary. I don't know why you want to alienate some, you know, a group of people that could be fans. Like, you suppose I would have, you know, arms open. Now, I'm not saying that he has to accept homosexuality. Like, right. that's something he doesn't believe in. Something he doesn't believe in, but. Right. You know, I would think as, you know, his publicist or his agent, like, yo, like, even if you don't believe in, like, we just kind of keep that under wraps. You know what I mean? I don't see why right. you want to bring that heat on you. It just don't really right. make business sense. And, and, and like you said, I think you like you said, you said the key word, like, it wasn't necessary. Like, it wasn't yeah. part of the show. <laughs> right. It wasn't, like, you know, like, it was one of those. And, and, and the crazy thing is, uh, while I'm on that, mm -hmm. um, I think you mentioned, like, you know, when Boosie and T.I. come to your aid, but I don't know if you saw Chris Brown had a had a. Oh, I saw that, bro. Uh, uh, you know, he, he didn't really direct it at the baby, but it was kind of understood, right? Yeah, I saw. I'm he like, said, uh, "Shut the f up, do yeah. your show, thank yeah. everybody, and get the f off the stage." Bro, like pretty strong from Chris Breezy. When 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 Chris is the voice of reasoning, <laughs> stuff kind of weird, huh? Yeah, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I you know I you know I mean I I always you know anybody you know I always hope they bounce back from anything that happens to them and mm -hmm. you know I really hope things just move forward and you know he's able to continue to create and create for the people and I hope he understands you know the significance of it which I think he does. Um, I don't know, man, but you know, yeah. If anything, <laughs> he'll learn soon enough. Yeah, you right about that. Um, I think it's kind of telling too. Seems like he's uh fifty, has his ear, um, yeah. kind of acting as a mentor to him. Um, yeah, I saw that me in a picture they had or something. Yeah, and you know, fifty is you know he he had his time, um, did some great business moves, yep. but as far as like entertaining the whole trolling thing that kind of fifty got on by, I don't know if that works in twenty twenty one. Right, 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 right. I, I, and I don't even think like I. How can I say this? Like, I know Fifty's more, you know, a controversial, controversial kind of guy, mm -hmm. and I don't really think that the baby even needs that. Like, he's he's way more talented to even have to do that. If that makes sense. Right? Yeah, he's a talented dude, man. I just think he just. The stuff that he is putting out, it just has bad energy around a bad aura around it. And you ain't going to win with that. Right. You know I agree. I mean? Yeah. I, I agree. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add on it? That's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to kind of see how it follows up. And, you know, we'll definitely continue to report the story for sure. All right. Moving along, man. Uh, Simone Biles. Uh, she pulled out of the women's team gymnastics final at the Olympics on Tuesday.
And, uh, you know, although USA Gymnastics says the withdrawal was injury-related, Simone posted on her IG that she was feeling the weight of the world on her shoulders. Um, and uh, there was a report that Simone said she's never felt like this before. Um, you know, once she came out, uh, she was like, no, the mental is not here. I have to let the other girls do it. Um, and even a little later on, we found out that she has what they call the twisties. And um, it's kind of a gymnastics term, um, but in other sports, we call it the yips. And if mm-hmm. uh, and if some people don't understand that, I kind of give you an example. The yips is kind of like a mental block. So, for example, a baseball player, they've been making, you know, the same routine throw since they were five years old. So they, they do they do it over and over. It's, they don't even think about it. But then something happens. Now they're overthinking and they can no longer make the throw. So it could be something as simple as that, become a mental block. And um, only thing, if you get something like that in gymnastics, it could be like life or death. You can be up in the air, you know, and overthinking and not know where you're at. You could land on your neck and, you know, seriously hurt yourself. So, um, but anyway, let's take a listen to her interview towards the media afterwards. Then we'll come back and chat about it. Put mental health first because, if you don't, then you're not going to enjoy your sport and you're not going to succeed as much as you want to. So it's okay sometimes to even sit out the big competitions to focus on yourself because it shows how strong of a competitor and person that you really are rather than just battle through it. So, um, yeah, man, you know, I, I, I give her props. You know, I think that does take some courage to do that, definitely. Um, she's also withdrawn from the Olympic all-around competition. And um, whether she'll be available for the individual events next week still remains in question. Bro, like that's 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 crazy, man. Like um, and like you said earlier about the whole like you can't play with that like with gymnastics, like mm-hmm. and especially with uh, Simone, like she's doing things that other people actually can't work, do. Work, work, work. So it, it's not like she's doing basic, you know, mm-hmm. regular moves. Like these are things that only one person can do, which is her. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, like you said, man, we, you know, we de- definitely have to take it serious because like you said, you never know. And yeah. I really, you know, wish her the best and hope she definitely gets, you know, any help that she needs and, you know, she bounced back because I can only imagine, like I, I, I've never been through that, but I can just, I can't even fathom just the thought of that. You know what I mean? I know you say you've never been through it, but I, I have a question for you. Like, you had a, a pretty serious injury where, you know, you tore your knee up pretty good. Um, yeah. Well, not pretty good. It's kind of weird. You tore your knee no, pretty bad. <laughs> right. Um, but when you came back, like, how long did it take for you to fully trust that knee? Or did you ever fully trust it where you were making the same cuts and movements that you were before? Man, I actually, man, be honest on, you know, and and and, and actually say for the first time, bro, like, I've never actually really talked about this. Mm-hmm. Like, literally to this day, I still don't feel comfortable with, with this knee. Like, Damn. to this day, like, like I was telling you about earlier in the episode, you know, earlier in the show where mm-hmm. I was working out, and it's like, yeah. still, I will favor, you know, that yeah. right knee. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, people can always say, like, yeah, I got over it, I got over it. But mm-hmm. you have that, I don't, you know, it could be 1%, half percent, you know, 50%. Yeah. You're going to have that thought somewhere because it happened, you know? Yeah. You can't just erase it, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
and it can even be in that split second where you may be going down that way or you may be flipping in the air that same way you used to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I reflect for those two seconds and, you know, that, that could be the cause of another injury or some, you know, anything worse. So Yeah, yeah. And the only reason I mentioned that because I know you. I know you before your injury. I know you after your injury. You don't even really walk the same anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I see the the gate. It, it, it it changed so yep. you know i don't know whether it's a mental thing or not it's that's tough on any athlete any person you know what i mean you know the crazy thing is about my knee too g like mm-hmm. i found this out later you know because when you're young and you're in college you know hey fix me up get me back on yeah yeah i need to play exactly so as i got older you know you start to pay attention to your body and i started mm-hmm. feeling my knee mm-hmm. and believe it or not i can't actually feel i don't have feeling in some of my knee like I can flick like knee. certain parts of it. Yeah. Oh wow, that's crazy, bro. And I don't know if that's like the tissue that they took from you know the back of my my thigh because I know mm-hmm. they took that and they up from your hamstring. Yeah, from yeah. my hamstring. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you know I can't feel that you know. So yeah. these are like things that again after football you washed up and it's like wow now I'm feeling this stuff. 10 to 12 years later. So yeah, man, it, yeah. It, it, it's important. It's important. Yep. So before we move off this story, I, I kind of want to get your take on this too, man. I've I've seen some comments, you know, post about how you know they're saying Simone failed her country. She quit on us. Can't be the greatest if she can't handle the pressure. Um, you know, in my opinion, I think people need to be reminded that Simone doesn't owe anyone anything. Um, yep. She just owes it to herself to ensure that she is well mentally and physically. Yep. Um. But what what are your thoughts, you know, when people say that, you know, you can't be the greatest if you can't handle the pressure? Because I know that's a big thing, especially in male-driven sports. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, you consider the GOAT. That's, that's, a, that's a double-edged sword. And the only reason I say that now is because of where we are in 2021 with mental health. Mm-hmm. Um you know, before we didn't have the technology or the knowledge to know about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that has been a cliche thing for the past, you know, decade. You know what I mean? Going back to, you know, you got to be the toughest thing on whatever you're doing to to be the biggest and baddest, you know, to be the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've heard that our mm-hmm. whole life. And yep. we've heard it on, on TV. We heard we, we see it get glorified on TV. Um, but we definitely put that first and we put the actual person second. Yeah. And when you really think about it, you like, is that really humane? What were you doing? Yeah. Like when you think about it and I know, you know, you know what you signing up for, you know what you're getting yourself involved in, mm-hmm. you know, you know, there, there are greater, um, accolades that come with it. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, bro, we are still humans. Like, all this stuff can be taken away. We can all be walking around like this with nothing. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we all human beings doing the same thing. So yeah, everybody's trying to get it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, man. That's 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 kind of a tough one, and that's a great question because, you know, for me, I will say, the person comes first, man. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't care what you're doing. Yeah. In my I'm, opinion. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. So uh, you know. I have to say, I like I like this change in today's athletes so far. Um, you know, even Simone, she you know she shouted out uh, Naomi Osaka. Um, her moves earlier this year, she said that helped her be more comfortable 
insecure with her making this decision. So um, th- these athletes are taking the power back in all facets, and uh, you know, big ups to them, man. And we have to make it okay. Yeah, we have to make yeah. it okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's the biggest thing. So. Right. All right, man. So um, we're gonna take a quick break uh, before we get into the deep dive. Be right back. All right, and we're back. So, man, let's go ahead and jump into this culture talk. Culture talk. Culture talk. All right, man. Attending after work events with coworkers that you don't have anything in common with. Do I go and socialize, network to help further advance my career? Or do I go and spend that time doing what <laughs> I want with the people that I want to be around? And is there an etiquette to declining? How can I finesse it without seeming like an asshole? <laughs> so I asked this question because Chappelle and I both had two, two different experiences last week. So I'm going to let Chappelle kick it off. <laughs> I'm sorry, listen, it's like I'm laughing at myself right now on how this experience works. So you know, I go to a uh, a job event, basically, and, you know, it is, you know, outside of work, so you are going to a public place, but obviously you have to still represent yourself and represent the company. Mm-hmm. So we end up going to a, well, first, let me backtrack. We were first actually going to go to a place. I don't know if you ever heard of this, bro, where like it's like a bunch of trampolines and those big old square smartphones. Uh, yeah. yeah. And you be doing backflips and got caught. Yeah. So we're going to do that first. I don't know if that'd been good for you. Bro, I ain't going to lie. Like, that's what I thought about. Yeah. That 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 was the first okay idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, it went downhill from here. Yeah. I can't <laughs> wait. So, you know, we get to the place, nice building, you know, it's in the cut. Heavenly AC, gee, I mean, gee, you would have been in heaven. I ain't gonna lie. Man. All right. I mean, it was blowing. It had to be at least 60, 60 degrees in there. Dog. Yeah, so I gotta like it. Dog. So we get there. Everybody show up because you know we carpool, and you know the boss said, "Hey, um, I know we do have another option, which is top go. So we're gonna take a vote." That should have been my alert right there. Like a uh, 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 a red light should have went off. Like pale, pale, pale. Mm. Like, bro. So, we took the vote. Guess what? I raised my hand for. Oh, let me tell you the options first. I'm sorry. We had the place we was at, or we had a place called Top Golf. Now, are you familiar with Top Golf? Hundred percent. And I would have voted for Top Golf too. But I don't know about daytime, bro. Now, of course, we are in Florida, mm-hmm. and we end up going to this place around about 12, 1 o'clock. Um, so, you know, pretty much middle of the day. We took the vote, and, of course, like you just mentioned, Top Golf was the winner. So, we everybody excited. You know, I'm hype. I ain't going to lie. I never did Top Golf before. It's my first time going, so I'm hype. Now, you can't go for league. Bro, I can't swing nothing. I ain't gonna lie, I did all right though. Okay. Horrible. So, you know, when you go into a family, not a family event, wow. When you go into a, a work event and they allow you to say, hey, y'all can dress how you wanna dress, you know, you're gonna try to throw something on decent, you know, something outside of your work clothes. You know what I mean? Maybe. Well, for me, at least. So, let me tell you, bro. I went ahead. 
and said, you know what, I'm going to rap for the Gator today. So I'm going to throw on some sweats, a cotton T-shirt, some dunks. And I ain't talking about the low-top dunks, the high-top dunks, and some shades. Sound like a tourist, bro. <laughs> bro. I wouldn't now, think you grew up in Florida. Who dresses like that in the dead heat of summer? Bro, after the fact. And what color bro, was the shirt? Now, the shirt was Florida Gator Blue. So, you know, it's that light electric blue. <laughs> which, I'm going to get to the story of why he asked for the color. So, y'all, you know, everybody putting their name in. You know, you know, we we went to job events. So, you know, you get the nice couches. You got the fan blowing. So I'm like, oh, this gonna be cool. Like, this gonna be tight, bro. The first piece of sweat went down the crack of my back, mm-hmm. bro. From it there, start. from there, <laughs> yeah. it, it started going from my armpit, from my nose, bro. About ten to fifteen minutes, I am literally covered in sweat, like I am literally working out in my garage with all the doors closed, bro. Game over. Now, I am the only male that works, and my boss is a male, but everybody else is female. Mm. So, you know, women going, you know, they're going to look, they, they look at that stuff, you know. Yeah, they ain't cool. They ain't sweating. Yeah. Bro, women not going to really sweat just like you men. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, I got to do something. So I say, uh, we had a waitress, uh, waitress, ma'am, lady, um, excuse me. Can I please get uh, some napkins? And I'm trying to do this on the low, bro. Like, so nobody don't see this. Boy needed a beach towel. You would have killed them napkins. <laughs> bro. <laughs> he had the nerve to come back and say, I mean, this is out loud, too. Um, excuse me, sir. I'm like, yeah, sir. We don't um, give napkins because the fans, they'll they they'll blow them all over. Blew the spot. Bro. So I'm just got my head down like, oh my god! You know what she took the uh, you know the next word she tells me she says, but I can get you these dining napkins though. You know the napkins they use to fold the silverware. Yeah, that doesn't do anything. That's yeah. not soaking up no kind of perspiration. At this point, bro, it's leaking off my beard, dog. Like, oh my I god, dog. <laughs> bro! I'm golfing. Every time I take a swing, it's and it's just sweat like it's a commercial. <laughs> what that shirt look like, bro? <laughs> I think I got a picture, bro. I, I'm, I'm gonna send it to you because they had the nerve at the end to say, "Hey guys, let's take a uh, a picture to show <laughs> the company that we were in." Oh man, he just sent me the picture. Boy, look like you just look like a football coach that just won a game. You got dunked with all the Gatorade. <laughs> Do you see how I'm on the end trying to be the last person so that way? Yeah, you know, trying to get out the picture, bitch. So they cut you out. No, bro. They got you live in living color, though. I said never again, dog. Never oh, again. how did you stay there? I had to leave. Bro, I, it, it was no way out. It was no oh. way out, dog. I had to go in there and buy a top golf shirt, bro. Just go ahead and drop the $30 for it. <laughs> I think I I drank eight glasses of water. I said, "Ma'am, just leave the picture." <laughs> Bro, why didn't you wear like one of the sweat wicking polos or something? And the crazy thing is, bro, before I got there, I had a dry fit polo on for the <sighs> office, so that way, you know, you had your work shirt and you had your your outing shirt. I should have left the dry fit on. Bro. That's too easy, bro. I, when I say I'm, I'm, I get back to the car. 
this mat. You know, you know, you sweating a lot when you get inside of a Florida car and you cold when you get Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> but, yeah, I had yeah. to change my shirt, dog. I mean, the drive home was. I literally drove straight home through I four traffic and jumped straight in the shower. Like I, yeah, didn't, I dropped my keys and got the shower. <laughs> it's a must, bro. Bro, oh, but tell me about tough. yours, man. Man, tell me about yours. So mine was total opposite, bro. Um, it was uh. So after work, we kind of had like our, our one of our big working groups last week, so. Um, so leadership kind of wanted to take us out to, uh, just celebrate or whatever. Um, you know, first of all, you know, there is this Delta variant thing, out. you know, just a little, little thing. And I know how you are. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, re- I should, it's a, like a restaurant bar thing. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, first I wasn't really comfortable with that. Second, I don't really like to you know, partake in any kind of drinking, um, you know, around leadership. Um, third, um, I don't really have much in common with my coworkers. Um, I'm the only black male, like I'm the only black person, only kind of younger person in, um, my group. So, um, so it's just miserable for me. I just feel like, uh, here goes another hour or two of me being at work. <laughs> you know, I'm not getting paid to be here. Um, so for me, it, it, and I'm a natural introvert. Like, right. I, I don't really care to be around people. Like, I don't have to be. I'm very comfortable being by myself or just being with <laughs> my, you know, my small circle. You know what I mean? I can imagine how this went, bro. I'm so I'm laughing. So they're like, hey, you know, we're going out to work. Uh, you know, we kind of expect everyone to be there. That little kind of stupid pressure thing. Hey, now, what was your face like when they said that? I feel like they're all looking at me because they know, like, <laughs> I I don't even got to say good morning to anybody. And I'm not like an a-hole, bro. I, I am chill, man. Like, yeah, you know, I, I converse with everybody. But it's right. like, yo, when I'm off the clock, man. I really want to come home to my wife and kid, dog. Like these my people, man. They get right. me, you no know, judgment. Like it's a vibe in this house, right? So this is one cool thing I found out by having a kid, bro. You can basically use them to get out of any situation. No, don't tell me you. you don't tell me you put the card already. Hey bro. man, I got to go to daycare, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> they, they closed a little early today, so I ain't gonna be able to make it. Oh but God. what's you know now that was kind of part of the question, man. Um, what's kind of your etiquette for declining stuff like that? Like, how do you finesse it so it doesn't seem like you're a hole? Because I could tell, like you know, I know I came off as a hole because I, I just didn't pull up. But <laughs> I know you, G. Like yeah. I know you was just like, no, I'm not coming. Uh, that's safe for me, man. That's not gonna work. See, you know, we total opposites. Like, you know, I don't mind going to stuff like that. I, yeah. I, I'll be the first one to go. Now, I ain't gonna be the first one there. I think yeah, that. Right. but uh, I go though. You know, that's one of my things. Like, yeah. I don't mind. so, but if it came to a decline, like, I might pull one of your cards. Like, uh, my son went to school and he drop kicked somebody off the monkey ball. <laughs> Just that easy. Like, just something with some outrageous <laughs> way it won't ever happen. <laughs> some wild. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. But I I don't know. I, I just, 
I just don't have to be around my coworkers more than I want to. You know what I mean? What excuse did you use? So did you actually use the kids? I really did, but you know, I, I'm not even flexing. This really did happen. Um, one of the teachers at uh, Kennedy's daycare had COVID, so oh, you know, let's go ahead and pull her out for a few days yeah, to figure yeah. this out. So That's I really cool. did, you know, have to split to go ahead and scoop her up. But in the back of your mind, huh? yeah, I was like, I really don't want. <laughs> Go to this. I wasn't gonna go anyway. <laughs> be honest with you. Okay, that's what I'm. When I, I gave him, I really want to give him an excuse anyway. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just not coming, man. It's not. Yeah, no, I'm just, I just told y'all, listeners. Like, no, I'm just not coming. Talk yeah, I, I can't do it. <laughs> but anyway, man. So we'll go ahead, man. I think it's time for us to move on to Man Cave Chronicles. <laughs> yes, sir. Beat on your chest. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to explain the scenario, man. And um, you let me know what you would do and why. All right. Veronica is a single mom raising two sons who are in fourth and fifth grades. The boys have different fathers, Mike and Steve. Mike is a deadbeat and isn't involved at all with his son. Steve, on the other hand, handles his business. He picks his son up from school, helps him with his homework takes him to ball games, even takes him to Hooters, you know, once or twice. (laughs) (laughs) Veronica feels that Steve could at least include Mike's son in some of their outings since the boys are brothers. Steve says that he just wants to have father-son time with his son. Is Steve being selfish petty, or is he right? You always hit me with these crazy man chronicle questions, man. Got to, bro. I guess we're in the man cave, so yeah, we can talk. anything goes. <laughs> Safe space, man. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Um, man, honestly, that's a double-edged sword, bro. But cliche pill. We gotta get to another one. That double-edged sword stuff is dead. I'm gonna do this though. I'm gonna go with him having the right to hang out with just his son. And it just being him and his son, mm-hmm. um, you know, just for the simple fact that he, I, I think he can split the time, you know, based off your question for sure. But if he does, you know, and, it, and it, even if it's not even, you know, and I think that's the biggest thing with the tit for tat thing. Like, even if it's not even, I feel like whatever he feels like as a father that needs to be done, I feel like he can do that. And I know if it was me, um, yeah, what would you do? I would, I mean, I would split up the time first and foremost. But when you saying split up the time, what you mean? So basically, I would take my son out when it's just me and him by ourselves, but then I will also include, you know, his brother or other siblings that he had. But I will say, I am going to take more of the alpha role with my son, I will say that for sure. And mm-hmm. I know some people may not agree with that and, you know, say always involve, you know, brothers and sisters. But, you know, I do think that it is like I think we talked about this in another Man Cave Chronicles where, you know, it's certain things that a father can teach. Mm-hmm. And it's certain things that another woman, a mom, another man can't teach, you know, a father can teach. And it's just one of those things where if you've been in that child's life either from the start or you know that's your biological or whatever the case is I feel like you had that right and it doesn't have to involve 
everybody or everyone every single time. And like I said, I know may, people may not agree with that, but you do, if it was me, you do have the right to just, hey, if that's what I want to do, well, just me and my son, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I don't think um, Veronica or the public should make Steve feel bad if he just wants to spend time with his son. Absolutely uh, not. Yeah, I don't think, you know, he's not signing up for charity. He doesn't have to include the half-sibling. Um, that falls to me on Veronica and, or Mike. Um, right. Now, if he does it from his heart, that's cool. But he right. should feel no outside pressure. Absolutely not. Absolutely. No. And, and that's why I said that. Um, yeah. The whole, like, it, it, it's it's based off of when he wants to. And I think that's what makes it different. It can't be a, I think it's better when, when you're not forced to do something, bro, it feels a lot better. And okay. I, I, that's the part I'm kind of looking at where, you know, if, if, if Mike, if he's not forced to be doing this and he wants to do it out of his leisure, I'm down with that. But at his leisure, when he wants to cut it off, um, I'm a thousand percent behind that too. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, as me, like personal standpoint, yeah, I know myself, if I'm, um, you know, picking up my son, you know, we're going to Hooters, you know, and I see this, the half-brother kind of looking, I know, you know, it's going to be something in me that's going to say, man, you know, you come slide too, man. You know, we getting 20 wings anyway. We can't eat them all. You know, right, I don't, right. you know, I don't no, even with my kid, I'll probably include, you know, their little friends too, if, you know, their parents allow it. Right. So that's just a personal thing, but there should be no obligation. Absolutely, no, absolutely. That's why I say, and I like the word, the whole obligation thing. Like, Mm -hmm. there should not be an obligation. Like, you you shouldn't be forced to do something that you don't want to do. No, that you create. Yeah, if it's not from your heart, no. Mm -mm. Man, it won't even come off right. It won't even feel right. Yeah, it won't, man. Yeah, you know that. Go ahead. And everybody's gonna see that, including the child. In my opinion. Okay. And you know that father son or you know father daughter whatever that that time is precious man and if mm-hmm. you just want to have that locked in with y'all too then hey I get it because you know right. once you split your your attention hey and they notice yeah people would be the first to, hey kids are the most honest and best critiques you can ever have all right bro, anytime I cook something bro I give it to my kids first because they gonna tell me <laughs> yay or nay give it to you true. And I'd have had a couple days, so. All right. <laughs> so, man, let's get into this family business, man. This is family business. What is something that your parents did to you growing up that you promised you would never do to your children, but now find yourself doing it? Jen, you're going to laugh, bro. I, I did it like a couple, about a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. Picking weeds outside in the flower bed. Oh, come help me out. Bruh. So, <laughs> let me tell you this quick little story. I so, can't wait till I get some free labor. Bro, what? <laughs> so, I'm out there, you know, me and wife, we go out there and say, you know, we're going to do some yard work today. And we were just trying to do that to really just spend some time with each other just to kind of do something different. Mm-hmm. So, we doing it. It's about 30, 40 minutes go by. It's just us outside. And then, bro, we again, y'all know how I sweat. You see how I sweated at a, at a, at a, uh, job yeah. yeah. So imagine me actually getting down and doing physical labor. Bro, I'm sweating so bad. I look at her like, 
where the kids? Like, why are we the only two people out here doing this flower bed? And I ain't talking about a couple weeks, bro. I'm talking about like it. It, it took some time. Mm-hmm. And bro, as myself growing up, you know, we had them Friday night games. You know, we we started for three years, so mm-hmm. we played a significant amount of time. And Saturday, bro, you don't want to do anything when you mm-hmm. wake up. Like sleep. I'm trying to sleep and read the Atlanta Sentinel mm-hmm. see how many yards I had. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, but my dad uh, and my mom were true believers, and I'm gonna humble you and I'm gonna keep you humble. And we pull weeds, bro, every Saturday after them games, like mm-hmm. mandatory, eight o'clock in the morning. Sharp, bro. Had to be there, and if you was late, you're gonna be out there even longer. So it's up to you. Right. So, um, and I always told myself as I was picking the weeds, like, man, if I ever had kids, I ain't never had my kids <laughs> picking these weeds ever. I'm gonna have somebody do this. <laughs> and then fast forward to two months ago, I got my kids out there pulling weeds with me. So that's the full sort of story on that. Man, that's a good way. But what was yours, bro? Like, I know you was you was the only child, though, so I know yours had to be a little different. Well, you know, so it was, but, you know, Kennedy's not really old enough for me to do anything like that. But, uh-huh. you know, I, I do remember uh, before I had a, a kid, I do remember saying, like, oh, man, my kid would never be like this or never be loud and doing stuff like that. Uh-huh. Like, how dumb of me, dog? You know? <laughs> Like, you say I, that? I can't control this kid. Like my wife was just texting me today when they're at her cousin's, you know, white coat event. Yeah. And you know, people, you know, would be quiet, you know, to hear yeah. the names of the people. And she <laughs> said, like, our kid was just in there just loud, <laughs> clapping, just making noise. I said, Oh shit. I already see what's coming, man. That is too funny. Yeah, bro. So um so I was like, man, yeah, how dumb of me to sit here and say, like, oh, my kid would never do this. So <laughs> I know my wife is, can't wait to hear it because she's always say, man, you just wait. Bro, that is hilarious. So so she's trying to be a part of the audience, man. She's trying to make sure y'all y'all know she there, huh? Yeah, she want to be seen, bro. That like, total opposite funny. of me. That's too funny. Yeah. But one thing I, I kind of, I guess, I said, um, like, my parents, you know, they spoiled me, man. And so yeah. I, I always thought, I'm not going to really spoil my kid like that, but mm-hmm. I could already see I'm falling in the trap. I'm doing it now, bro. Yeah. yeah bro. Wait, wait till Christmas and birthday. Oh, Lord, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait till they get specifics of what they want. Yeah, it's a wrap, huh? Bro, you know you're going to get it. Like, you, yeah. can't, you know you're going to go get it. Like. Yeah, I see myself falling in the trap. Right, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. Hey, you'll be calling me. All right. <laughs> well, hey, man, let's get out of here, man. Solid show, bro. Uh, you got any shout outs? Man, you want me to be cliche? <laughs> man, we don't need cliche, pal, man. We just need uh, C Rose. <laughs> I didn't need C Rose tonight. All right, cool, man. Um, I want to say definitely um, shout out to all the 407 legend participants. Yeah, um, we really appreciate you know what y'all doing. If you don't know, listeners, right now, uh, me and KG have a um, a uh, an, a separate segment. You know, mm, it's, separate it's, show. It's, yeah, yeah, it's called the Four Hundred Seven Legends. We basically highlight Orlando legends around the area, and I just want to say thank you to everybody who's participated so far. 
Um, shout out, uh, boy Rail. I yeah, really man. appreciate you, bro. Connecting um, us. Yeah, it's it, it's been amazing. So those are my shout outs, and then you know, shout out Simone Biles, man. I, I really hope you know she push forward and get through what she's going through. So solid, solid. Um, yeah, man, I'm right there with you, man. Shout out to our brother Jarrell, man. Appreciate the connections, bro. Um, you know, shout out to the supporters too, man. That see the vision. Um, you know, we're coming into this with just good vibes, good energy. Um, you know, we'll keep getting better at this. So, you know, just please keep supporting, listening, and share with your friends. Um, yeah, man, we're coming. That's it. That's it. Hey, and make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. If you're listening to the podcast, man, just shoot a quick text over. Hey. Let them listen to it. Hey, Already. You know, hey. I mean, you appreciate see, it. Yeah, you're going to be stuck in traffic on I-4 anyway. Go ahead and give yeah. it a listen. <laughs> Make the time go by faster. So do. All right. Well, hey, man, we, uh, we're blessed. Hove is going to give us a sign-off message this week. We'll be back at y'all next week. It's The Rock. Thank you, thank you. It has been another episode of Washed Up Boys. It's your boy C Rose. It's your boy KG. And we appreciate you tuning in. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe, tell your mama, tell your brother, tell your cousin, tell your gee, I ain't forgetting nobody, right? You all good, my brother. All right, man. So tune in next week. We're gonna have another crazy episode, and we are out. Peace.